How does it happen that two kids or two children born to the same parents, raised in the same household, had the same opportunities, sometimes turn out differently? Of course, it's not an easy, there's no easy answer to that. But it seems very often it boils down to life choices. The choices we make in life. And so you can have twins born the same day with all the good opportunities, but there comes a time each one would have to make certain choices in life. And that choice will determine whether he or she goes right or goes left. That's the reality of life. That every day of our life and throughout our lives, we are faced with opportunities to make decisions. Decisions, decisions, decisions. The good thing is that not all of life's decisions are critical. And so we can actually group the decisions in life into three. Easy decisions, difficult decisions, and fundamental decisions. Easy decisions, you don't even need to think about it. Psychologists would call that automaticity. I woke up this morning, I didn't decide, should I wash my face, should I brush my mouth? I know, I just grumbled myself to my, to my room and I did what I needed to do, automaticity. Easy. Should I attend 8 o'clock mass this morning or 10.30? Oh, I don't like the 10.30. I like 8. Woo-hoo. Easy. And so those are easy decisions in life, and you decide it. Sometimes you don't even think about it. But there are times then we have to make difficult decisions. Who should you get married to? Should you remain in this marriage? Even after 20 years and things don't seem to be going well, should I stick with this marriage and figure out how to make it work? Should I quit my job? These are difficult decisions, and sometimes in life we may have to make those kinds of decisions. But the third one, which doesn't come very often, are what they call fundamental decisions, radical decisions, decisions that shape how you see life, how you see yourself, and what you believe, whether there is afterlife or not. Fundamental decisions are what shapes even the way you see your being. Fundamental decisions is what helps you determine where to place God if you even believe in God. Is God backstage, front stage, or center stage? And sometimes, truth be told, we go through tensions in life, crisis in life, sickness in life, that you even begin to question the centrality of God in your life. Sometimes we experience pain, trials, 
tribulations. That maybe you had God in the center and you begin to even doubt the centrality of God in your life. It's normal. It's human. And that's precisely what's going on in our three readings this morning. Make your choice today. Where do you place God in your life? Front stage, backstage, or center stage? Amen. And that's what happened in the first reading. Joshua calls all the people and says, listen, I know what's going on. I know life has not been easy. I know there is tension between us. There is divisiveness between us sometimes. There is political tensions. Why well, get all that? But look, I and myself and for my family, we've decided that regardless of what goes on in life, we will choose the Lord our God. And now he tells the people, choose today who you will serve. Fundamental choice fundamental decision. In our second reading, Paul picks up the same thematic, but he now uses a beautiful analogy, the analogy of relationships. And Paul says, look, just as we have made our commitment to Christ, that is the same way that commitment should transform all kinds of relationships in our lives. And so he says, wives, Love your husbands. Husbands, love your wives. Children, respect your, your parents, and so on and so forth. And so the idea Paul is bringing in the second reading is that our fundamental choice for God, the centrality of God in our lives, is actually like a ripple effect that shapes every other thing in our lives. And now finally in the gospel, after Jesus has preached so beautifully about his body, about the Eucharist, and some people couldn't take it, not because they did not understand what he was speaking about, but it was too hard to accept. And so they all started leaving. And so he turns to the 12 and says to them, all right, listen up, everybody. I know it's been hard. I know you're frustrated. But I want to ask you, you're free to leave. Do you want to leave? And now Peter speaks on, the, on behalf of all of us and says, Master, where shall we go? To whom shall we go? You, Lord, have the words of eternal life. And so even if we forgot everything this morning, that's what I want us to hold on to. We have made the right choice. You have placed Christ in your life. And we're not going anywhere. Come rain, come sun, come storm, whatever it is in life, we have made our decision for Christ. I remember when I was a little kid in, I think, in grade two or second grade, there was this song we used to sing, very simple. I have decided to follow Jesus. 
I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Amen. And so my word to us this morning is this. There might be issues in the family. Sometimes life may not go the way we want it. But you have placed Christ in your life. And he never disappoints. And that's why our psalm this morning says, Taste and see the goodness of the Lord. He has made a promise to you. He has made a promise to me that if we decide to follow him, his goodness, his joy, his sustenance, his protection, his blessings will always be abundant in our lives. May the Lord continue to renew our faith this morning. May he continue to strengthen our resolution to follow him and follow him all the days of our lives. Now let the church say amen.